Is Bitcoin about to have a significant crash to the downside? In today's video, that is what we're going to discuss. There's a lot of reasons as to why Bitcoin might actually start to see some corrective action. And I'm going to be going through some of those data points in today's video. Let's roll the intro and get right down into it. Okay, guys, welcome back to the video. Welcome back to another update. Today, we are going to be taking a look at a bigger macro picture for Bitcoin, why I think a BTC correction is highly likely, and what I think is going on in the background that could fuel a significant drop to the downside for BTC. Now, here on this particular chart, we have the United States interest rates. Now, we obviously have this all the way from... 1971, August of 1971, we can see where the interest rates were historically and where they ended up going down to and where they are today. Right? These are very important things that we have to kind of understand. Now, in here, there are several things that have occurred. Right, We see interest rate hikes. That is kind of what we have been seeing, as you can kind of see here. Again, I'm kind of just drawing these on. And then, of course, we have pivots and fund uh, or interest rate decreases, such as this one, this one, this one, and one that I believe is yet to come. And of course, everything that we had seen previously. Now, the reason that we talk about the interest rates um, is essentially because there's a correlation between the behavior of assets on the stock market and in the crypto market and the interest rates, right? There is a correlation between what the interest rates are doing, whether they're going up or going down, or potentially even just going sideways, and how that relates to the BTC price. So let's come back down into our chart here. And what we're going to do is we're going to keep things nice and simple by actually bringing in Bitcoin's price action uh, and overlaying it at the same time as our uh, funds uh, or interest rates, right? So here we can see the price action of Bitcoin. Now, obviously, there's a real insignificant amount of data on this monthly time frame for Bitcoin versus that of the interest rates. But we can see that Bitcoin has historically actually really enjoyed uh, low interest rates in comparison to where it was in uh, the history, right? And for the most part, we can see that when Bitcoin was kind of in, in its inception here was or let's say inception, but in the kind of early stages, we can see that we had to have this decrease of interest rates. This was on the back of everything that happened in 2008, right? So we can see a huge crash and interest rates were all the way down here at this low level. During this significant period of time, all the way up into 2015, we saw great growth with BTC. Okay, lots of real good fundamental reasons for that. Then we saw a bit of an increase in the interest rates. And we can see here that this increase in interest rates actually kind of started off reasonably well with Bitcoin's price. And then as Bitcoin reached up into that 2017 high, you can see that Bitcoin's price kind of, uh, kind of traded sideways a little bit. And interest rates actually, so Bitcoin's price went down a little bit here into the 2018 lows. And during this moment, let me actually go ahead and clear all that off. You can see the correlation here that interest rates are climbing up even higher, sucking up liquidity out of the market as we have this correction for BTC. Then, of course, interest rates decrease. The Federal Reserve pivoted. That pivot on reduction of interest rates saw the interest rates go back down very significantly back to this low. And during this crash, 
here, okay, we can see a lift to the upside during this flat moment here, right? We're going up into our 2019 high during this flat period. And then the second that the Federal Reserve pivoted, we saw a correction to the downside. Okay, now on this chart, on this monthly chart for Bitcoin, that correction right there looks really, really small. However, this is from the highs of June 2019 down to the lows of March 2020. We know that that correction right there is actually really, really deep. Let's come over to our daily time frame here. In fact, actually bring it up to a weekly time frame. And here we can see that that particular period of time was this correction right here from the highs up in June of 2019 to the lows down here in March of 2020. That correction to the downside, if I repurpose this here, was 72.93%. So during this little correction on the chart and our Federal Reserve pivot here, we saw a 72% drop in BTC's price action. And that there was the opportunity. Once we saw that these corrections had come in for the Federal Reserve and that pivot and the reduction of uh, reduction of interest rates, that was the opportunity to then go into this fantastic bull market. And as you can see, during this lift to the upside of 2020-2021, the interest rates were just going sideways. Now, that brings us over to where we are today, which ultimately is that the interest rates have kind of peaked out, they're going sideways, and we've started to see this lift to the upside. And you can see that this lift to the upside really happened as we started to see hardly any increase in those interest rates. It's just been a sideways trading movement. Now, this is very common as to kind of what we saw happening just around here. Okay, that means that what we are thinking is likely to occur is the correction or the pivot in interest rates to the downside. Now, that interest rate doesn't have to go all the way down to where it was, all the way down here. It doesn't have to be down there. But we are looking for a pivot. We are looking for a reduction of interest rates. Now, typically, this kind of price action correction in the stock market and in Bitcoin will be because of something fundamental. Something fundamental in the real world will break, whether that's banking or whether there's a black swan event that we just simply don't know about, mortgages, banking, uh, property, whatever, right? There's usually something that breaks at a fundamental level. And considering the interest rates going up has sucked liquidity out of the market, there's not a lot of liquidity to be buying up should selling pressure start to mount. Now, we've already started to see significant prominent figures in the world, you know, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, for example, liquidating billions of dollars of their stock positions. And we're not talking small numbers like 10% of a share of their shareholdings. We're talking about Bill Gates, for example, selling all of his Apple shares, for example, 100% of his positions gone, liquidated. And Jeff Bezos, $8.6 billion of Amazon stock, for example. And the list goes on and on and on and on for all of these big things that are happening. Now, these guys, they're able to liquidate these positions because the market is still kind of buoyant. The stock market's been moving up and Bitcoin's been moving up to a point. And there is a little bit of liquidity there that they're able to sell to. But that liquidity is drying up and it's drying up fast. Now, let's come back into our charts here and talk about something else that really is glaringly obvious to me, but maybe not so much to others. And that is that although the Federal Reserve pivot is, in my opinion, likely to occur this year, and we're likely to see a big correction for BTC's price, on the chart, it might only be a small little blip here. 
uh, you know, on this monthly time frame, it might not look like much before we lift up and we really start rallying up into new all-time highs, right? I do think that is likely to occur. We'll have a nice correction and then bam, we're off to the races. And of course, you know, we'll see a nice drop in our interest rates on the Federal Reserve. Now, the thing that was not really being spoken about very much is that the Federal Reserve... Um, interest rates, right? These interest rates have a direct correlation to the stock market, not just BTC. Okay. And if we were to go ahead and try to bring up, let me actually see if I can find it, the S&P 500. Here we can see a little bit more on what is going on, right? Let's bring this into play. So here we can see that we have the blue lines, that is your interest rates, and the yellow line is the S&P 500, right? The SPX. Now, in here, we can see that every time the Federal Reserve have pivoted, right, and we've seen these significant drops in the stock market. Again, you can see very significant drops in the stock market every time the Federal Reserve have some kind of lowering of redu and reduction of interest rates. Okay, you can see here. This one, obviously, and the smaller this gets, of course, over the time, you can see that there's uh, less of an impact, or it looks less on the charts. And um, but every time we've seen a Federal Reserve pivot, we have seen these corrections in the stock market. Okay, and this goes all the way back. You can see it time and time again. Okay, so it's really important that we understand that we have some really interesting kind of data points here that are telling us that corrections happen when the Federal Reserve pivot or lower their interest rates. Okay, so when that happens, you kind of have a shock to the system, you see the corrections, and then bam, you're off to the races, right? And uh, when interest rates are climbing up the way they are, um, you tend to find that, you know, it's riskier environment. You don't tend to find that um, a lot of money wants to be investing in the stock market whilst interest rates are higher. They can make better yields potentially by keeping that fear in the banks, for example. Now, obviously, that's not ideal when interest rates are low because they're not making interest while holding that res uh, capital in the bank, right? So they have to invest it. They So basically, when interest rates come down, uh, essentially, that is when you kind of get the signal to say risk on assets is a pro, it's a bonus, we should be doing that. And when interest rates are high, uh, risk on assets is a no-no, right? We don't do that. This is kind of why we see a Federal Reserve pivot as a critical moment for the stock market. It's basically a green light to those billionaires, those larger investors to basically be piling back into risk on assets. But the Federal Reserve pivot, uh, lowering the interest rates, although incredibly bullish, only happens when the market is at its most vulnerable. Once that liquidity gets sucked up. Once all that liquidity is gone, that is the point in which we actually start to see, um, you know, unfortunately, a dump in the market reduction in price of assets. But I do believe that it will be short lived. And we're going to see some fantastic gains a little bit later down the line. You can let me know what your thoughts are on all of this in the comments down below. And why don't you watch this video right here where we're going through a few more interesting things that I think you need to know about.